Hello, and welcome back to Rum Cake to Happiness, where we highlight mental health within the Black and other minority communities. As well, we discuss how we navigate through life while trying to balance a healthy mindset and a happy heart. I am your host, Carlene Ross, a certified life coach specializing in mental health and well-being. Side note, this podcast is in no way a replacement for medical opinions or resources. These are the opinions and insights solely of the host and her guest appearing in each episode. So, with that said, let's jump in to episode number two. I want to first of all thank everyone so much for taking the time out of your day to stop by. I really, really appreciate you. Please, whichever platform you're on, I would love, love, love if you would follow and subscribe to our channel. We are trying to grow our audience. I am brand new to podcasting and absolutely love it. Um, But I would love for you to subscribe so that hopefully whatever topics we have to talk about each week. Hopefully it brings value to you and um, you can, you know, listen and appreciate it. So thank you. Thank you in advance. So today, this is episode number two, and our topic is going to be social media and the impact that it has on our mental health. Now, social media back in the day, when I think about social media back in the day in the 90s, um, in my young 20s, we didn't have social media. You know, if you had um, something that you wanted to, you know, you wanted to talk to your friend or connect with people, you simply picked up your landline phone and you would call them and and have a conversation. Um, And of course, you know, if you have birthdays or parties or anniversaries, whatever it is that you're, you're celebrating, you just met each other at whatever event and you got together and you celebrated. Now, social media fast forward to 2000, sorry, to 2020, I mean, it's insane. Like it's completely different. And I remember actually when, um, computers first came out and, you know, I started kind of learning a little bit how to use, um, the computer. First it was like DOS that I would use for like an accounting base. Um, in my job and then we kind of moved over to PC but it was really weird because you know we weren't really used to anything like that and so over the over time social media um, and computers have really evolved so much so that now it's actually a little bit scary as to what you know what we can do online but I wanted to talk a little bit about social media platforms and I mean there are quite a lot of platforms. There are some that I probably don't even know about. Um, you know, you've got Facebook, LinkedIn, you've got um, Twitter, you've got Snapchat, Tumblr, Insta. Like, there's so many different platforms. So what I wanted to do today is kind of focus on three platforms, which I think might be the most popular ones, um, which is Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, the positives that social media brings to our lives. Um, Because definitely there's a lot of positives. 
When I think about social media and what it has done for businesses, both large and small, it's incredible. It's a great tool to use to reach a vast amount of people globally. It is amazing for people to be able to, you know, see your services, your products, and you can hit so many more people. Um, you can reach so many more people than you ever could just by not having social media where you would have to maybe cold call people or go door to door, whatever the case is that you might have done before. So, I mean, for business-wise, social media is amazing. I'm sure that there are so many people who would agree with that. Um, when it comes to advertising cost, a lot of people use it for free. A lot of people, you know, will buy a business plan. And still, it's so much less costly than paying, you know, normal advertising. Um, so it's amazing. When I talk about social media um, for personal use, and I think about the good things that can come from that, I think about, you know, maybe people who have a hard time, you know, navigating through life, people who have um, small social circles and don't really know how to how to um, get out there and socialize with people or who feel uncomfortable about socializing with people. You know, it gives them a tool to connect with people and helps them, you know, sometimes build their confidence, helps them build their social skills. Um, you know, it exposes them to, you know, a lot of new and exciting things, whether it's video watching, whether it's, you know, documentaries, whether it's um, talk platforms that you can jump on, you know, and become a part of a community. There's so many different things that it is definitely helpful in. And I mean, I, for myself, I always look up recipes on YouTube. I always look up makeup tips, you know, what to buy, how to use it as a black girl, what colors, what things should I do to kind of make myself um, look a little bit better when I get dressed up and go out, because I don't know really how to apply makeup. I mean, I do to a certain extent, but these pros on uh, online definitely know what they're doing. And so, yeah, I use it for makeup tips. I love, love, love documentaries. So I definitely always find some kind of documentary to, to watch and to kind of educate myself on. Um, I follow bloggers. Sorry, I said bloggers, but I actually follow vloggers <laughs> and vloggers of different kinds you know whether it be like family vlogging whether it be like I don't know lifestyle vlogging there's a bunch of different people that I follow for that so yes social media is actually you know quite positive in some senses because there are things that it kind of exposes you to that you normally may not be exposed to or would not have been exposed to. Now, those things are all great when we take them in stride. But what about when social media becomes negative? What about when it causes you to have your mental health impacted? So that's basically what I want to focus a little bit more on. And, you know, in my um, line of work with coaching, I deal with a lot of young people. 
And I would say that young people definitely, definitely um, have a lot of usage on social media platforms. And what I find is that they tend to be on numerous social media platforms. So they'll be on, you know, young people nowadays, mm, not so much Facebook. Apparently that's for old people now. That's what my kids tell me. <laughs> but, um, you know, young people, they'll be on Twitter, they'll be on Tumblr, they'll be on Snapchat and TikTok and Instagram and, you know, YouTube. So there's so many different platforms and I find that rather than choosing one or two that young people tend to um, try to connect to all of them, which in itself can be very overwhelming. So I wanted to talk about um, social media having a negative effect on people, but I wanted to focus on a couple of things. Let's look first at um, the beauty industry, let's say because that's a huge one. With the beauty industry on these platforms, there are so many times that you have, you know, young girls and guys that are following people and they follow these people and they that they, you know, go out and shop like crazy for clothes that sometimes they don't need. They watch them, um, you know, apply their makeup so it's perfection. They watch them, you know, do their hair in a certain way. They watch them as they travel and as they vlog about amazing places that they've gone while looking so fantastic. Um, and so what tends to happen is when we sit and become so consumed with watching these people who sometimes we begin to, to idolize. Um, we become consumed by that. And becoming consumed by someone else's life, what tends to happen is you have jealousy. You have a feeling of why can't I do that? Why am I not good enough? Why can't I look as great as she does? Why, you know, why, why, why? And we tend to, you know, beat ourselves up because the image that we're seeing on screen is so pleasing to us that we crave it. And slowly what starts to happen is we start to doubt ourselves and we feel that we're not as good as the, that person that we're idolizing. And that's when it becomes a problem. That's when it becomes a problem. Because when you're looking at people for how they look and you slowly start to imitate their lives the best way that you know how, then it becomes a problem because you, you realize or you feel within yourself that you are not enough. And that can cannot be further from the truth. There are so many times that um, people will take hours you know, to take a photo because their makeup has to be perfect. Their, you know, the lighting has to be amazing. People actually hire photographers like Insta models. You know, there's thousands, if not millions, of Insta models. They hire professional photographers to take their photos and they post it. These photos have to be on point. They have to be 100%. But what happens with this is that 
they're looking for perfection where there is no perfection. So what I always say is as you sit behind your screen and look at these people who supposedly have an amazing life, they look great, you know, they live a great life, supposedly. As you sit and look at those people and try to validate yourself by doing whatever it is that you do to feel better, they as well are waiting on you or are relying on you to validate them. And so, you know, what would happen, let's say, if for some reason a celebrity went from having, you know, 26 million followers and woke up one day to 15 million followers on her Instagram? I mean, what would she say? She would be flabbergasted. It would completely impact her day. She would be left wondering, what did I do? What's happening? Why, why are people no longer liking me? And it gets in your psyche. It gets in your psyche because you get used to being put up on that pedestal. You get used to feeling that euphoria, you know, that instant gratification when you post something and you look at the picture and you go back into your online and you look at the pictures and see how many people liked it. Now, I do appreciate actually Instagram for instance, um, for removing the visual on how many people have liked your postings. I think it is super important that that is not a thing. And, you know, you have people who literally would pick up their phone every few minutes and take a look to see how many more people have liked it. And what that does is it gets into your psyche. It messes you up. Because the more that you look and the less that you see people, you know, making comments, it gets into your psyche where you actually feel that, again, you're not good enough. You know, why aren't more people liking what I'm posting? Did I sound stupid? Do I look horrible? You know, it gets into your psyche. And if you stop to think about why do these things impact me the way that it does, what it tells me is that we ourselves are lacking something. We're lacking that, you know, connection with people. We're lacking that true, um, that true connection with people, that people who are around us are sincere and who love us for who we are. We feel that um, we're missing that. We're missing something. And we end up chasing you know, this invisible thing called perfection. I know that there are people who can go on any platform and they are not impacted whatsoever. You know, they go on, they take a look, they scroll through things, they get over it, they put their phones down, not a big deal. But there are people who simply cannot do that. <clears throat> cannot do that, excuse me. And the problem is that the more platforms that we give ourselves to is the more competition that we feel. So they've just come out with this thing called TikTok where you make videos and, you know, you get likes as well for your videos that you put out. And I 
absolutely don't have TikTok, but I have seen it on other people's phone when they, you know, show me videos or whatever. And some of it is quite comical. Again, people are trying to do the best they can to have the best response, right? So they try to be a little bit out there sometimes with the videos that they put out because they want that um, popular, they want that popularity. They want people to share their videos and like their videos and they want to become um, superstars. You know, this is their way that they can become superstars online without actually becoming a celebrity. In fact, some of them do become celebrities, but that's another, that's another story. Um, and so again, you're chasing that idea of being liked and having to validate yourself to people. These people, you don't even know who they are. You have no idea who these people are. The people that we follow on social media, we have no idea who these people are. They show us literally uh, less than 1% of their life on social media, but everything that they post is positive, right? You're seeing the best um, the best events that they go to, you're seeing them looking their best, you're seeing them doing their best. They're showing you tiny, tiny little snippets of their life. And we assume that we have a connection to these people. We assume that they have a fabulous life and that everything is amazing, especially when it comes to, you know, following celebrities. We assume that these celebrities are we assume that these celebrities are perfect and that they, um, you know, live this amazing life. They have no worries in the world because they have money in the bank. They have a big house. They have all the clothes that they need. They have all the friends that they need. And, you know, again, we're seeing little tiny snippets. And so what we have to remember is that we actually don't know these people. We actually don't have a connection with these people. So why would we allow them to influence us and to, to, to allow us, allow them to influence us and to basically shape the way we feel about ourselves? I can tell you that, um, you know, there's been so many times that I feel that I've been connected to, you know, people that I follow and, they're celebrities, you know, husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend. And I'm like, oh my God, they're so cute. They have such an amazing life and they treat each other so well because every post that comes up, this is what they're showing us. And then you get a post from them that says they're no longer together. You know, they're explaining that, you know, we're going to be amical, we're going to be friends, but we're going to choose not to be together anymore. And you're like, what? I thought they were like the perfect couple. There's been so many times that I myself that has happened to, and you're kind of left there flabbergasted, like, oh my God, like seriously? Because we know nothing of what's happening behind the scenes. We know only what they're putting out in front of us. The facade of everything being perfect. The facade that we try to live up to. This perfection that we're chasing. But there is no such thing as perfection. 
And so what tends to happen, whether it's watching, you know, YouTube videos or posting about your daily lives on Facebook or, you know, creating photos and pictures on Instagram, what happens is that when we um, become unhealthy, unhealthy users of social media, um, that means that, you know, you're, you become socially addicted to it, you can become depressed, um, definitely, you know, you can feel like you're not good enough, you have self-doubt, developing something like body dysphoria, which is basically looking at yourself and the tiniest of flaws you think is so incredibly horrible that you literally see yourself as physically horrible. Like you see yourself like, oh my God, I'm so ugly or this thing, you know, on my foot is so terrible. I can't leave the house. Um, it's a mental illness and being on those types of platforms where, or when I should say you are struggling with who you are and trying to identify with who you are and who you'd like to be, when you're struggling with that, social media is definitely not where you need to be. And there are so many things that we kind of, you know, we accept that this is how we feel, but daily we just keep rolling on. We keep picking up our phones, we keep posting, we keep following people, we keep having impact. You know, from cyberbullying to having arguments with people, you know, with comments on other people's posts that you have no idea who these people even are, but you make a comment and somebody else jumps all over you for having an opinion or whatever the case is. Social media has definitely given people the ability to speak their mind and to have a say and to showcase not always what is true, but to showcase what they want people to see and what they want people to believe. And so the biggest takeaway that I think I have when it comes to managing, um, social media. And I mean, I'm not saying that social media is horrible. What I am saying is that we need to take in stride how we choose to deal with our social media usage. There are so many things that you can spend your time doing instead of following up on your social media platforms and comparing yourself to people and liking people's posts where you feel that if you don't, you know, check out their posts on a daily basis that you're missing something. There is nothing wrong with social media as long as we can control ourselves and that we can remind ourselves that we are enough. We are worthy. We don't need to compete with people. When you look at yourself, see yourself for who you are and not for who you're looking at on screen and desire to be. There is nothing wrong with looking at a girl working out and thinking, hmm, she's got a good body. You know, I wish I could look like that. But you know what? You get up and you work out. 
And you're not working out because you want approval from other people. You're working out because you want to feel good about yourself. So you're putting in the time and you're putting in the effort to make yourself feel better in a healthy way. There's nothing wrong with looking at someone and saying, you know, oh my gosh, she travels everywhere. Like they go all over the place. I wish that I could do that. Well, you know what? It's called saving your pennies or planning a bucket list. But you put something in action if you want to be that type of person to be able to go and travel. And you make it so that it is... Um, it's, it's, it's for you to do, like you're not doing it for any other reason, except the fact that you want to do it because it looks like fun. You know, you'd enjoy yourself. You're doing it for that reason. You're not doing it to compete with anyone. You're not doing it to validate that you can do it too. You're doing it because they've given you this idea. They've given you this picture that, yeah, it's great. You know, you want to go skydiving? You want to go on a boat cruise? You want to go to Paris? Anybody can do those things. Anybody can do those things. But it's how we choose to look at it, how we choose to do them, and the reasons behind why we do it. So what I would say when it comes to social media is that, you know, for young people, depression has actually increased in the past five years by 55%. It's insane. And we can't say that there's a direct, you know, connection with social media, but I can tell you based on the people that I coach that there's definitely um, a connection as far as how they feel about themselves, um, what kind of puts them into a tailspin. And even though they perhaps were, struggling before with depression or with anxiety, social media does not help. And if that is the case where they're already struggling and now they're on social media every day, all day, that does not help. So what I would like to do as far as, you know, suggesting what um, can help is... I think, first of all, like I said before, we need to manage how many different platforms we become a member of. So if you have, let's say, two platforms that you think are the best platforms for you to have and, you know, is not going to make you feel less of a person than who you are, then go for it. If you like to go on YouTube and you like to watch videos, go on YouTube, watch your videos. If you like to go on Instagram and post photos or just simply not post photos or not post anything for a while, but just maybe take a look at what other people are posting and feel no stress in doing that, then that's fine. If you're not posting, then you're not looking and watching for other people to like what you've posted. And that alone takes stress off of you. If you are scrolling through and watching, you know, keeping an update on what some of your favorite people are doing, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's all about how you're processing what you're seeing. And the fact that you cannot compete, you should not compete 
with what you're seeing because their reality is not your reality. And many times what appears to be their reality is actually their created fantasy. And a lot of times we don't realize that. We don't realize that these people are showing us only what they want us to see. And that's on all the platforms. They, you know, there's so many times that I see posts on Facebook before I left because I don't really go on Facebook anymore. But there's so many times where I will go on Facebook and, you know, refresh the feed and I'll see posts from people who I know who are, you know, saying the most amazing thing about their family and their life and their their lifestyle and, and, you know, things that they do. And I know these people personally and I know some of their journeys and I know that what they're posting is not always 100% and that sometimes it's fabricated because people want to be liked. People want to be looked up to. People want to feel validated. And it's a natural feeling for people wanting that. Everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to be liked. Everybody wants to have those, you know, those feelings. But what is their reality or their fantasy should have nothing to do with how you feel about yourself. That is the biggest takeaway from that. Understand that whatever other people are posting as beautiful or as cool or as awesome as it could be, it should have no bearing on how you feel about yourself. Um, Another thing that I would say is if you only choose, you know, one or two platforms, is to limit the amount of time that you spend on these platforms. You know, if you know that you're a morning person, you like to wake up in the morning and you like to, you know, roll over and grab your phone and follow up on whatever it is that you want to see on your feeds, then do that. But give yourself a time frame. Don't let two hours pass and you're still in the same position in your bed scrolling through feeds. There's so much more that you can be doing with yourself within that time. And I'm not saying don't have fun. Like I'm not a Debbie Downer. I'm just saying that you really need to manage the amount of time that you're giving to social media, the amount of time that you're putting into it. What are you getting back? What are you getting back from that? Would it be better maybe if let's say we were on our social media for, you know, half an hour in the morning and the other half an hour we took a walk before starting work or took time to work out a little bit or took time to ourselves where we just sat down and had a cup of coffee in quiet and peace. I mean, there's so many more things that we could be doing. It's not about completely leaving social media platforms, but it's about balance and it's about not taking away from you or from the people around you by giving so much of your time to social media. Another thing that I think I would say is when you, um, when you have people around you who are just as um, involved in social media or who is just as addicted to social media, I think it's important that you recognize those people and I think it's important that maybe you have a conversation with those people. And, you know, 
a rule that I recently started is when I'm out at an event or when I'm out, you know, with my girlfriends and, um, you know, having dinner or whatever the case is, I really, I try to put my phone away. I tell my kids I'm away for two hours. Do not text me. Do not send me any messages. The only time I want to hear from you is if it's an emergency and then you phone me, my phone will ring. I will pick it up. Other than that, you know, there's no fire happening and it can wait for two hours. I just find that sometimes friends get together and you're all in the same mindset where, oh my God, let me look at my Facebook. Oh, did you see this on Instagram? Oh, let me look at my YouTube. Look at this video. And you have come together to enjoy each other's time and, and, and space, but we end up, you know, at a table all scrolling through our phones. And I think to myself, I am so guilty of that. And my friends are guilty of that. We do it without even really seeing that we're doing it. And so I would say if you have friends around you who are in the same mindset and you are looking to make a change, then I'd have that discussion with them. You know, I would have that discussion. And when you are out and about doing whatever you're doing and you have that ability to um, put your phone away, you can let them know that this is what you want. This is how you feel when I'm with you. You know, I'd appreciate it if we just didn't take our phones out and not just them, but you. Um, I think reconnecting to people, spending quality time is just so important. And like, I can't stress enough. I'm not saying give up social media. I'm saying manage the time that you spend on it and manage how you are digesting it so that it's not impacting you and your mental health. So with that, I think we have come to the end of episode number two. I hope what we talked about makes sense and I hope that it um, resonated with a lot of you. Um, like I said, there's a lot of people who use social media that have no problems with it. And there are those who use social media that has definitely impacted their lives. So stop chasing perfection. There's no such thing. You are beautiful. You are enough. And you don't need to be chasing a fantasy of what other people have created. You are you. You are beautiful. You are enough. Spend time with the ones that you want to spend time with, quality time. And follow up on, you know, other people when you have the time, when you make the time to do so. But social media should not be a priority and it should definitely not cause you to feel less about yourself. So I would appreciate any feedback that you have with this topic. And um, as I mentioned before, I'm definitely new to podcasting. I love it. I welcome your comments and your feedback. And please subscribe on whichever platform that you are you know, following us on. Please subscribe. And uh, until next time, stay healthy, stay happy. Bye.